Pressure from Thomas off the edge. Eli Manning airs it out down the field. It is caught by Tyree. Oh my God. This ball's thrown and Tyree just goes up for it like a basketball player. Harrison trying to knock it down. That's a great catch by David Tyree. Welcome to Catch the Moment Podcast. It's your host, David Tyree. Thank you for joining us for another episode. I'm always excited, man. I hope you can feel the energy. Why? Because it's all about delivering the value, the process, the pain points, the journey. We try to give you the dimes to get you where you got to go towards your next moment. And listen, I'll be honest with you. This right here, they kind of getting close to family right now, man. So I want to welcome two of, of, of relationships that I've nurtured over the last couple of years. Ray and Lamont from ESG, which is Elite Sports Gaming. Yes. Fellas, what's good? What's, what's up, good, Tyra? How you doing? What's up, How you been? Listen, man, this is the <laughs> moment that we've been all waiting for, man, just to continue to keep this dialogue open. Um, I guess the, 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 the easiest way for me to break this in is there, there's, there's a lot of people who actually know who the heck y'all are. <laughs> you, know, you know, like we'll get out into the, you know, to the webosphere, to the YouTubes or whatever, but... You know, but in relation to elite sports gaming, you know, this is this is like a, a, a lifelong journey. So we're going to get into some of that. But first, how did you guys meet and talk to me about just this the uniqueness of this relationship? You guys as co-owners of, of this amazing company. So, I mean, I just have the first day. I mean, it's, it's awesome to be in the home of a Super Bowl legend. I mean, <laughs> we're here, bro. Because it's crazy. You know, not right now. It's your 2022. But it just seems like yesterday I was watching that game in college. Watched some small TV. You made that catch. Oh, it wow. was like <laughs> this TV. I thought that TV was like as as big as that. <laughs> well, don't start. Tiny. I usually actually start the podcast. Uh, where were you when yeah. you saw that? Okay, the catch. yeah, I remember. So it's go ahead like and a leave before you get in I there. Mean, <laughs> I was in college. Wait, I mean, it was just small. So it was in 2008. Mm-hmm. So in February. So that means I was what a sophomore. Yeah. And then we're watching the whole game. I was just thinking, oh man, come on, they gotta beat the Giants because I mean, I'm even not the Pats because. The Giants had a chance, which was the last week of the regular season. The final score of that game was, it was all crazy. Patriots did barely win. So you knew just going in, Giants, they had a chance to win. You're watching the game after the halftime score was 3-0. Yeah. Defense playing crazy. And the last drive, I mean, <laughs> Eli just throws the ball. <laughs> the, the, the whole game in like, yeah. in like three minutes, right? Oh, my God. I know. It is crazy. But like what a lot of people, I feel, forget about that is that um, you scored the first touchdown I the entire game. The yep. most forgotten touchdown. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yep. So, I mean, huge play because the final score was 17-14. So, yeah. you scored the first touchdown, the first six points, and you had that, it has to be the best play in Super Bowl history. Yep. No doubt. And then as soon, as soon as that catch was made, you just knew the Giants were going to win. There the Giants were yep. going to win. It is. Yeah, honestly, for me, I, it was a lot worse than it was for Lamont because I'm a lifelong Giants fan. Yeah. So, for me, it was like the most – torturous you know hour that you're gonna be when you're playing against an undefeated team and you're like you want your team to win and you know most people they'll go to a bar or they'll go to a big yeah. environment but i only could watch the game at home by myself like i didn't want to be around anybody you don't, don't want to kill nobody my, yeah right? my, my dad and my brothers <laughs> invited me to be you know my dad's place and i was like nope i'm good i'm, I'm gonna watch it by myself like i don't want to be around anybody gotcha. uh, you know i have all my my giants gear at the time that i would wear and stuff like that so it was it was torture for me like the entire game i remember like you know, certain small things like when Chase Blackburn was on, on the field still when they had 12 men on the field. On oh, the yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was just like, we, we needed every single thing to work in our favor. And then for something like that, I was just like, oh, my God, like, I'm, I'm just freaking out the entire time. But I do remember that if I'm not mistaken, that first touchdown you scored, wasn't it kind of like off of a play action, small post that you ran over the middle? It was. I feel like, I, you know, I watched so many games. I know, like, 
all the calls like East Turbo and East Salad and all this type of stuff. And I'm like, they're about to run this play and then they ran it to you. So like, I seen the play a bunch of times already. Yeah. But then now, of course, you know, you guys, you know, score for that. So in a lot of ways, yeah, you could make an argument, not only the greatest, you know, uh, play in Super Bowl history, but you can make an argument, you know, MVP status for that game. Yeah, score uh, one touchdown, come yeah, up with yeah, the biggest yeah, exactly. play of the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's MVP Re- status right there. Re- respect, man. Me and Justin Tuck definitely have our own arguments. <laughs> um, it was a couple people that could have walked away feeling yes, like they could have been exactly. down yeah. to Disneyland. That's how amazing of a team uh-huh. effort yeah. it was. But it's always dope hearing, you know, hearing different people's perspective of the of the story. I, 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 I know how intense you get in your passion for football, Ray, so I can imagine <laughs> you probably needed to be alone in that environment. <laughs> I definitely but, do. Um, but yeah, man, get back to it, man. Like, obviously, you guys have, have a relationship with each other that is, you know, through the, through the gaming world. So talk to me how this thing kind of materializes and ultimately how you arrive to this amazing relationship in, that you forged with ESG. Okay, sure. Yeah, so exactly. So um, Brandon and I actually first met back in 2007. Um, okay. Back then, because we both started playing the games of Madden football when we were young. So I started playing at the age of four years old. I think Ray started playing at like three so I always wanted to actually play. I would beg my parents, beg them, let me go to Torrance, let me go to Torrance, because you play the covers of Madden, and you see the, the guy who won each year, seemed like was mm-hmm. a player named of Big Gene. Okay. So just let me go, just let me go. It's a long story, just how I actually got started, but, but, but we have time. So I remember I went to my first tournament for Madden 2006. Okay. And then, you know, I think I'm nice. I, I have the Colts, you know, I'm, you know, I'm playing <laughs> ball, you know, I'm passing the ball, not running the ball, but, you know, I was smart. I'm, I'm going to run, run the ball, chew clock, because the games go by quick in these tournaments. Wow. So, so anyway, yeah. two minute quarters. Yesterday. Oh, okay. Two minute quarters. Two minute quarters. I never knew that. Yeah, okay, and because there's so many people, there are, there are hundreds gotta of people there. Yeah. You got to get them all going. And exactly. until you get into the final rounds, then it goes to like four minute quarters and stuff yeah. like that. But God, two minute quarters exactly. to start. So I will never get this. I ran the ball. I formed big, halfback slam, Edger and James all day, weak side, right? Just killing them. I get to like, what, the two yard line? Yeah. I get cute trying to throw to Reggie Wayne or something. He picks me off, and I lose that first game. And then I'm thinking, if I ever this make was it right? back. No, no, no. no okay, no, no, I got no, it. No, just no. in the tournament. Got so, it. wait, this was in Madden 06. I was like, no. So, I just want to go and play and play and play. So, I go to tournament in Madden 07. The next year, this is when I'm in college. This is when tournament I went to in Chelsea Pierce. Mm-hmm. So, it. I meet Ray, rewrap for a, for a few moments. I'm like, okay, cool. It's a nice guy. <laughs> Pass by. Another year. Mm. Now, I see Ray. I haven't seen him. Barely know the guy. Mm. Oh, you were the same guy that I met in, like, like last year. Yeah. It's like, so, then I knew when I met him because like he takes the game seriously to go through the grind yeah. to not win, but still come back. He's mm. passionate about the game. That's the type of people I wanted to be around as I try to get better as a Madden player. Yeah. And I'll leave it to Ray to talk about his performance. The performance that will yeah. always haunt me. <laughs> Unlike you stepping up in the biggest moment. I did not that year. And um, yeah, so, so when I met Lamont uh, again, we were just standing next to each other in line, started talking about the game and you know, immediately when someone, kind of knows the inside out of the, of the game. Yeah. So we were both talking all the, all the stuff you need to talk to really be like, oh, this guy's serious. But yeah. then I play someone who, who at the time was a, a serious competitor, but he wasn't, the, I didn't know at the time, yeah. but he wasn't the guy who was going to win in the finals, but he was the guy that he'll make you pay, you know, if, if you make one more small, small stake, okay. especially okay. when it's two minute quarters. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I end up playing this guy, um, anyone who ever knew the community, his name was Craze the Bum. And that, that was his <laughs> name. That was, that was, that was yeah. name. Craze the Bum. I need and some new nicknames. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't, exactly. You don't need a gamer nickname for sure. And uh, yeah, first play of the game, this guy ends up scoring like an 80 yard touchdown against me. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, it's, it's going to be like, because that was his whole offense. He had like one hitters his, the whole game. So it was, a, it was a battle. Long story short, I ended up losing in the last play of the game. 
And naturally, when I see Lamont both times, the first time I lose the craze, and then the second time, we end up, I end up playing against someone who was eventually going to be in our crew, and okay. I end up losing to him early on as well. So it's a lot of L's. That's, it's a lot of L's. <laughs> a lot of L's early on. It's a lot of perseverance to go yeah. through the mouth. I got you, I got you. Know, you know, ironically, ironically, I just like saw this Winston Churchill quote that okay. he was like, success is really just like, you know, being uh, the ability to move from failure to failure without, you know, like mm. uh, something mm. to like deter you, you yes. essentially. And um, I like it. So, <laughs> so that was exactly me in my early batting <laughs> career. But, um, but, you know, I stuck with it. And the thing was, is that Lamont knew, like he said before, he wanted to be around people that was, you know, that were going to essentially live this. And um, mm. a, a, a crew was formed mm -hmm. with three guys, including Lamont. He called out, you know, he reached out to me asking, I really had done nothing to deserve this. this, this <laughs> like I didn't do a single thing to deserve this invite. But once they did give me a chance, I knew that I was like, my, my mindset was I'm going to be the hardest worker here. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to prove them right for believing in me. And next thing you know, things really, really worked exactly. out for all of us. Exactly. So. Yeah, That's crazy. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, so y'all meet there. Obviously, I kind of see how, you know, the, the the dynamic of the crew. I know some of y'all's story in relation to that's how you really get better now. Mm -hmm. Now, just so folks know, I have zero idea. Like, <laughs> no Madden. I only, I only bought one Madden game, and that was the game wow. that I was featured with the helmet catch. That's, okay. yeah, I was okay. like, I got to see what yeah. that works. Like, and yeah. I still wasn't able to make my own helmet catch. That's how I was so sorry I was. <laughs> That's but, excellent. <laughs> all right, so this thing begins to bubble through. You eventually become I do, I do some dude. big things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so basically, you know, we formed this crew. And mind you, I haven't done anything. But um, I'm working my tail off and then you know our our first underground tournament that i've never gone to like an underground tournament this of this stature in jersey too yep of course of course jersey was like literally i think it was probably like the oh, yeah. place like oh. it was the state to South have the jersey, best tournaments North in the world jersey and philadelphia yeah exactly they, 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 listen we always at the bottom of something <laughs> yeah. jersey is always yeah. at the if, foundation I mean, the roots of something i mean cali of course you know does its own thing but i honestly i would honestly say philly and jersey if, mm -hmm, if you're a competitive mm -hmm. madden player you, those, this, those are the two yeah. places those philly, are some of the that's, that's where you yeah. make your name that's philly dope. and jersey <laughs> so, dope. so so we so we go there and uh it's our first tournament ever as a crew mm -hmm. and no one knows us uh mm. no one knows us individually no one knows us as a group not just random players yeah just just, random. just completely randoms and in my first round robin and so again it's not like the the madden challenge anymore now you have round robins right mm -hmm. so you have you're guaranteed some games in the madden challenge mm -hmm. is single elimination you lose your out got it so so in the first round robin I have two people I've never heard of in my life, and then I there's this one guy in my round robin that he's a Madden like champion. He's a he's a champion. His, his yeah, name yeah. is his name is Brusque, and he's he's from Jersey, right? And this guy has won tournament after tournament, made a ton of money. He's completely <laughs> feared in the space, you know what I mean? And so I'm thinking in my mind, okay, if I just beat these other two guys, <laughs> then I I can lose to Brusque and still make it into the next round. But um, I end up playing Brusque. Everyone's like, oh, you just got some random, mm -hmm. right? And uh, essentially, I end up beating him um, decisively. Mm. I, it, was, I, it was a crazy game. People yeah. watch this game. Everybody is around. The, the TV set is watching. And this was actually my first time actually watching Ray play. Yeah. Because I'm very confident in my skills as a Madden player. But one of my biggest weaknesses, because as I said earlier, Colts, you know, so my defense. <laughs> very much my defense, boy. Colts was an offensive survive. I will keep up, boy. 40 to 40. There was even. anemic out there. Yeah. Bob Sandbrows oh, hurt. Yeah. <laughs> He's not. He's understand. Yeah. Oh, man. So, your first time watching him play, and I was like, 
Man, this guy pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> this guy can ball a little bit. That's you know? dope. Yeah, man. That's so, dope. So, so, I, so, I, so you slayed the man in the arena. I did. I Tom did Brady twice. Style. What, what, twice. What made it worse is that after I advanced, they put me against him in the playoffs later mm-hmm. on. And I just, you oh, know, snap. luck of the draw. So now everyone was just like, don't take him light. Mm-hmm. But now you're going to embarrass this kid because he beat you in the first round. Yeah. And oh, and now snap. it's, you know, you know you're that guy. You know you're the best. So now, now it's time to say embarrass him. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Ooh. So I so I played him again and I beat him again and at yeah, that point everyone was like oh okay did, yeah. wait a second so <laughs> yeah so so long story short you know things went well um, within the space uh, as a, as a gamer I ended up ultimately just continuing to make my name Lamont offensively continued to make his name because again <laughs> defensively he wasn't there but but um and then not too long after that you know I was very fortunate to to sign a professional deal where I was now paid to travel yeah, around the paid country paid to play. Mm-hmm. So uh, this this is, a, this is a complete phenomenon to me. I know it's been going on for decades now. You know, obviously, I had to kind of ask this question because I'm raising kids now, and everybody's streaming. Mm-hmm. Everybody's yeah. esports is the deal, yes. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, we get into so many. Love. How do y'all feel with like these emerging generations, the healthy side of it, the unhealthy side of it? I know y'all are creating an amazing product. We're gonna, mm-hmm. we're gonna get into that, mm-hmm. but like, I think y'all came in. I feel like y'all came in at the right time to have. I guess a sound mind, but also... Exactly, yeah. So it's kind of funny you actually say that because everybody's talking about the addiction of gaming and how people seem to be like gamers. So it was these same themes and tones even though when we were young. Okay. So in terms of whatever you do in life, whether it's you watching TV or playing the games or hanging out with your friends, I believe everything has to be done in moderation as long as it's a, it's a healthy amount. And it's up to that person and the person's parents to actually determine how much is a healthy amount. Mm. I know with my own parents, the rule was, because they knew I was crazy. They knew I would play forever. <laughs> so they said... They said, you can only play Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Okay. So I was able to get all my work done for school, and but I was able to do Friday, Saturday, Sunday, just get it all out my system, and that was good. And I was able to graduate from high school, so graduate from college, was, and do he was, all a, that he stuff. was a binge gamer. Binge, binge. <laughs> weekends, <laughs> would, weekends all. Though, though, I will have to say, the hole in my what my parents did, though, is that I was allowed to watch TV Monday through Friday whenever, sure. but I couldn't play the game. So mm-hmm. instead of playing the games, I just watched watch TV. TV. Just yeah. So I feel like, you know. It's a variety. You had a few yeah, options. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, All right, so that's dope. That's so, so for me, though, I would say that the, the problem was is that it was the opposite for me, where okay. my dad was my introduction to games. Because my, oh, dad, my dad had me so young that he was a kid himself. He was 18 when he had me. So he's like raising you so, up on the sticks. Yeah, exactly. So I'm a Tecmo Super Bowl is <laughs> yeah. the first game I ever played. We're going at it. And the thing was, for me, is that my parents didn't have like any regulation on me playing games. They never saw it as unhealthy as long as, A, I was doing what I needed to do in school, and which half the time I wasn't. And then, <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then, B, I was always the kid to be outside playing sports anyway. So okay. they, they never saw it as, like, you're so not there outside. were areas that actually mm-hmm. created some balance. Exactly. Like, you, exactly. weren't, you weren't completely unbalanced. Yeah, I was very balanced, just could have did better in school, but, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but definitely very, very balanced within my life in general. So. Yeah, I mean, like, trust me, I got some, you know, that's a, that's a different conversation. I want you, you know, want you guys to get into it. So I know I'll, I'll fast forward the deal. You eventually become that dude, right? Yeah. Your crew eventually is, uh-huh. y'all, y'all gain respect. Yes. Exactly. So, so I, I end up uh, becoming the, I, be, I end up becoming the ranked as high as number one in the world. It is what it is. Say what it is. Number one, yeah, number yeah. one overall yeah, bad so, player in yeah, the world. Yeah. So that was, that? Uh, 2009, 2009, 2009 to 2010, 2010 yeah. exactly. Sounds Listen, like a long time ago now. <laughs> so here's what I've come to appreciate because I've mm. kind of I've been in like the quote unquote humble route. Yeah, and I just watch uh, Kanye West genius documentary. Uh, yeah. and we know how crazy, yeah. but he actually makes sense a, a good amount of time. Meaning mm. like 
He's like, if you say that you're the best mm-hmm. or I'm the greatest at something, mm-hmm. you're immediately pegged as arrogant. Yep. Uh-huh. Right? But you actually yep. have a data point to say, yeah, yeah. I, I'm at least for a year, yep. minimally, yep. I'm the best in the world. Yes. And for me, I'm like, it took me a long time to say I got the greatest moment in Super Bowl history, uh-huh. hands down. Yeah. Right now, right. it's still arguable. Right. Right? No, like, it's not arguable. It's, not, it's arguable. not really. Because, like, yeah. no, because it's not. Because you said the greatest moment. Yeah. Right? You could argue plays. Remember next year when James Harrison, 100 yard. Bro, right. that was, yeah, that Those was back a back-to-back Super Bowls yeah. were crazy, yeah. yeah. That was a crazy play. But that play didn't really define the game. There you go. You know, yeah. it didn't define the game. So in terms of the moment, no, it's obviously yours. Yeah, bro. Because you can go back to Harrison's play and you can say like, okay, like mm-hmm. definitely a defining moment. Oh, yeah. sure. We can go back to it. But I mean, Hall. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I always say this about that play. And again, give credit where credit's due. But that play to me was arguably the greatest play of all time. If, if if half of the equation on either end were cut out, if Eli just did what he did, there it go. would yeah, be, yeah. in my opinion, the greatest play in Super Bowl history. Sure. If you did what you did, mm. it would be arguably the greatest play of Super Bowl history. So when you Combined, put both together, yeah. it's like it's not even an argument. To beat an undefeated team, right? Yeah, I, I know. That's, yeah, that's kind of what I tell people. I say, y'all really serious about this? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like the circumstance will probably exactly. rarely ever yeah, happen again. Like, yeah, you know. Yeah. So, 100 bars, man. So y'all y'all climb the top of the mountain mm-hmm. as a as a group as individuals. But, um, you know, like I said, y'all are young, mid-30s, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all, y'all, y'all shifted, bro. Like, mm-hmm. so, <laughs> yeah. it's, it, you know, so tell me, like, you know, this, this is evolving and eventually getting us to where we, where we are, where we learn a little bit more about what ESG is doing. But how did y'all pivot to becoming the producer versus the consumer or talent? Well, you'd have to take a step back and you'd have to give all the credit to Lamont. So, um, Mm -hmm. so Lamont and I have completely different backgrounds, you know, everything. But when we were doing so well in gaming, it was Lamont that wanted to up the ante and say, let's actually start a business doing this. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so this was again, going back to like 2011 Mm -hmm. and, and Lamont and I had gone to so many tournaments where people were making so much money hosting these tournaments that Lamont came to me and said, Hey, we should host these tournaments. We should do something to get into this space. We know this space so well. We had another friend, however, who had just done that uh, drama, and he had, that was his, that was his, his name, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so he had done this, and it was good money in it, but it was a lot, like a lot of a lot hassle. Of work. Any, any any leg, you know, all that leg work yeah. you got to do, traveling all that, you know, equipment Setting around, bringing it down. I'm sure you noticed that. You <laughs> know, this stuff. man, it's, it's a lot of work. So, yeah. so for me, I was just like, look, that's not enough. To, for me to want to do this. And I don't know anything yeah. about running a business in, in the first place. Yeah. Lamont had to like say, hey, I, I know some stuff about that. I didn't know how much he knew about it, but <laughs> the first he knew some stuff about it. And, and we got the ball rolling at that time in 2011. Okay. At that moment, everything just, we just like caught fire with everything because mm. we ended up coming up with different ways to be resourceful to make sure that my thing was is that we never had a good budget. Ever. Mm. So, and everything that we've ever done, we've always had to say, and we've kind of embodied this, how are we going to become successful with zero dollars? And that's, that's what we had to learn from 2011 Whoa. and take that all, and take <laughs> that all the way up to this point. So this is the starter kit right yeah, here, bro. Yeah, like everybody exactly. has to start somewhere, right? Yeah, exactly. All right. So, you know, part of the reason, and I'll, and I'll come and share, I'm a partner in, e, in ESG. So the number one reason, my most... You know, like, I don't think that I have zero resourcefulness, but the most attractive quality in a partner for me is resourcefulness. Mm-hmm. Who can do more with less? Mm. And it's not always required, right? It's, 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 it's more fun to do more with more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is you know, true. The most efficient people 
the most you know uh, creative engine yeah. you know where the ingenuity mm -hmm. comes mm -hmm. in where you find the problem solving which is really the essence of business yes mm -hmm. right you know basically solving a problem providing solutions so man get, get yeah keep getting get, give me some more I'm yeah so this. so to me it became a game because um, ah. so I so I'm, I'm I'm just breaking down low key like some of the stuff that we had to do um, and and why it became something that now all of a sudden really really helped in terms of that resourcefulness sure so let's look at the first business that we ever ran together right this was the tournaments right so at the time I'm thinking okay so how are we gonna do this how does the rest of the world do this well they host these tournaments and then mm -hmm. the best players in the world go to these tournaments mm -hmm. when someone new comes into this space they have no mm -hmm. business belonging there they get beat like you wouldn't believe, and they <laughs> never go back, right? So I was saying, instead of doing this to like 0.01% of, of the demographic, sure. let's do this only for like colleges. Mm -hmm. So the average person can play, and there's much more of that than there is the, the 50 guys that are just, you know, absolutely dominant in the space. Sure. So we did that, but to make people aware of that, what we wanted to do was, again, we had no uh, no way to get in front of these college kids and there was like no social there was there was uh facebook, facebook that like you have to be friends with people exactly. to no talk to them so so we had to how, how are we going to get in front of these people so one thing we did was we went to places around these colleges yeah. and basically incentivized them and all of a sudden an entire new business grew out of this we incentivized these businesses to give massive discounts to these college kids if these college kids had even just gone to our tournament mm -hmm. right and i know it sounds crazy but essentially what was created was for going to our tournament you'd get certain like wristbands and things like mm -hmm. that and if you had those things now, when you go to these establishments around, you yeah. get like 75% off discounts. I got to say one thing. Uh, shout out to the uh, former business partner, uh, Damon. So, owes me a little money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still have them. I still have the wristbands. No, but yeah. yeah. So, basically, what, what ended up happening was this. In an, in an attempt to get more incentive, like incentivize the, the, the gamer to come to our tournaments more, sure. we ended up falling into a secondary business where we were able to get brands like Blimpies and Subway mm -hmm. all the way up to McDonald's, all the way to like mom and pop shops to glasses, like sunglasses places to get like 70% 70, 70 off. It became like essentially Groupons before Groupons was ever a thing. And, it, and, the way we, and the way we did this was we helped the establishment understand at that time, not today, but at that time, the importance of like Facebook check-ins. Mm -hmm. if, if a kid was to say, hey, I'm at this place and I'm getting this type of deal to his demographic, sure. it was much more impactful than just like a random ad. So I'm saying, if you're gonna pay for this ad space anyway, you might as well have this kid talk to his actual friend group as opposed to just like a random ad in the paper if you're yeah. gonna have that mm -hmm. allocated in your budget. And we were able to do that. And once I was able to like dive into the psychology of the sale, yeah. that was it for us. So we just kept doing Psychology of the sale. Exactly. <laughs> How the hell y'all figured this out in 2012, 2013? Yeah, yeah man, it's crazy. Bro, y'all was digging in, man. All right, so y'all, 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 like I said, y'all are where you're at, you're, you're, you're creative. All right, so talk to me a little bit about what ESG is. You know, I'm, I'm gonna fast forward what it mm -hmm. is, what you're creating, what you're excited, what you're most excited about to deliver. Okay, so uh, with that being said, you know, in terms of what ESG is, I am, you know, a professional gamer of 15 years. Lamont is as well. Lamont mm -hmm. is also a YouTuber with, you know, about 150 million uh, views on his, in, to his name. He's and, yeah, and, and, and half a man football and NBA 2K basketball. Exactly. Partner yeah. in NBA. Yeah. yeah. ESPN. All, all, the, all, the, all, the, all the goods. Dude's so, resume, dude's bigger than me on, yeah. on the internet. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so with that being said, you know, for us, what we learned in the space was, 
a ton about gaming, a ton about testing, mm -hmm. a ton about the relationships that you uh, establish as a brand influencer uh, and as an influencer yourself. Sure. So, um, so with that being said, we really understood the benefits, but at the same time, we're gamers had little recourse or where influencers had little recourse so what esg is is essentially it's a football video game that will come out for xbox playstation and pc but at the same time the main purpose of the brand is also at the same at the same time of having fun and and creativity within the video game of playing football you're also establishing greater recourse for gaming content creators gamers okay. in general mm -hmm. because as we had mentioned before sure. um you asked the question saying like what, you know, there's a fine line between like your children playing this game and not yeah. getting much out of it. And are they able to, you know, is it, when is it becoming addictive? When is it becoming a detriment? Mm -hmm. sure. But I've always explained that when gamers in our day played, the only benefit that you could have is maybe you turn pro and, and very little people were pro. But now you can become uh, a content creator, which means that you learn about directing, you learn about editing, you learn about, mm. um, you know, how to do commentary in terms of the fact of, you know, having a voice and being a, a, a caster. So there's so many different intrinsic values that come with it that right. we try to now draw that into the actual game as well. That's dope. All right. So what's the differentiator? Now, we know that Madden is, is, is on the king of the mountain in relation mm -hmm. to, to the uh, NFL community. They have exclusive rights. You know, what's the what's the thought process and explain to the audience, you know, a catch the moment how this is going to catch like, yeah. you know, how this is how y'all yeah. going to catch this moment in light of the fact that there's a giant in the land. Yeah. So I think I think really what it comes down to is um, from our standpoint, we will be the first ever 11 versus 11 and seven versus seven game in the space. Meaning if, you, if anyone watching this or listening to this has ever, you know, played a game like uh, NBA 2K has the neighborhood mm -hmm. mode, the gamer represents themselves and their own personalized likeness, increasing their character day in and day out. Essentially, you have that grind of your character day in and day out that, you know, juxtaposed with Madden, sure. you're playing, if I were to play you right now, Madden, there's 22 players on the field, but it's really just one versus one. Facts, okay. So facts. it's like, it's like chess at that point where you're orchestrating all of your pieces and yeah. they're all orchestrating all of theirs here. You're your own character. You're playing in your own space. And we then establish this world that you're in this, you know, open world environment or metaverse, whatever you'd like to call it. Sure. And this gamer then has a, a plethora of things to do in this environment mm -hmm. as they create this character and as they build up that character day in and day out. As I understood it, it's like the merger of a few bunch of like really successful major concepts. So the Fortnite of the world mm -hmm. has transcendence, mm -hmm. has the NBA 2K where you know, the uniqueness of, you know, putting yourself in the game. Listen, everybody, who doesn't want to play themselves? I remember the first time where you exactly. were like, like track and field back in the day in uh -huh. Nintendo where you yep. just like, this is me. Yep. However fast I'm going on these yep. two buttons yeah, exactly. <laughs> is representing I know. I know. me. I yeah, so exactly. I, I totally get that in that in that space. But then it also, it, it brings mm -hmm. in that, that that true sports competitive element that, that is always going to be true. Mm -hmm. But like you said, 11 on 11. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure you guys get it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is the this is the first question I know well, y'all oh, get. Yeah. <laughs> I know y'all got it from me. Who wants to play offensive yeah. line, bro? Okay, surprise. Tons, yeah, <laughs> tons of people will. Tons of people go well, so, and, and, and let's break that down because I know a lot of people listen to it like that's cat that's cat <laughs> that's cat we ain't gonna listen no but but here's here's why okay so there's two reasons I'm gonna give you the short answer first yeah the easily digestible answer here <laughs> so good. if someone does not there's always AI. Okay, so yep. if someone quits ever in a video game or someone ever never loads mm -hmm. into it, there's always a bot or AI at worst case scenario. Mm -hmm. And yeah. at the worst case scenario, someone can always 
play the game and have five skill players out there and the AI take, take over all that stuff uh, in terms of the offensive and defensive line. The second thing is this, however. If anyone's ever played a game like a shooting game or, or, or you know, those fantasy games. Me, personally, it, those games are uh, multi-people environments as well, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. They're online environments. And me, personally, I can't shoot worth a lick. So I have to be, <laughs> like, the medic or something like that. I'm the guy helping the team okay. that can't really be the guy. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah, the yeah, guy. Yeah, I got you. So, so there's always roles in these spaces. And what we did in our game is, you know, using gamification and strategy, we're able to understand that, there are different roles. Let's say if you were playing a fighting game. If yeah. in a fighting game like Mortal Kombat, there are certain characters that are really, really go- good close up or really, really good far away. There's, exactly. a, there's, a, there's a lot of pros and cons. Well, in this okay. offensive line aspect, when you're going against someone, in Madden, you just mash the X button. Sure. Whereas in our game, the configurations of buttons, it's almost like a Street Fighter or a Mortal Kombat where... Ooh. You are, you are not again, you're not clotheslining or kicking the guy. Not a little by you can, but no, you got yeah, some exactly. configurations. But, but, yeah, whether it's a rip move or a swim move, whether you're refitting your hands the appropriate way, everything you're doing mm-hmm. for a football component, you're now proving that you're better than this guy. You know everything he's going to do, yeah. and you're now whooping his tail because of everything in the button. So, so at that moment, here's the problem. In football, and you could attest to this, as a wide receiver, you have a one in five chance of even touching the rock. Right, yeah, you, they 100%. run the ball. You got a block now. You know what I mean? It is wow. what it is. So, so you don't. You're not always going to touch the ball. It's where you can help the team move mm-hmm. down the field, play exactly. in and play out. And here, as your character does what they need to do, sure, they get better and better and better with every single rep. So, if you're dominating someone like Larry Allen was, you know what I mean? Like you're really going to show that because you're a better gamer than the other person. This is so dope. So this is really like the the chess of the. Of, of the gaming space. I mean, like, there's actually real layers involved. Is, and I think some people like simplicity. Some people are going to, you know, lean in. In the gaming mm, world, right. everybody's leaning in these days, right? right. I got to ask you the obvious question. Is the question I asked you even when I was asking about this game that you guys are delivering. Offensive line. Who wants to play offensive <laughs> line? You're talking about 11-on-11. 11 11. <laughs> like, and so, you know, I, I know you got to take a moment to take us through this process because it is a differentiator, you know, hands down. Yeah, mm-hmm. But, you know, what makes that an attractive approach? Well, again, I think the the quick answer for it is yeah. that um, the AI always falls back into the opportunity to play the offensive line. Right? Okay. So, so if the gamer doesn't want to do it, the, the AI is there. Even though it is up to 7 versus 7 or up to 11 versus 11, you don't have to play that. But then the secondary Got thing it. is this. If you look at a game like Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat, it's a one-on-one battle. And the most if, popular arcade oh, game of, of all time. <laughs> of course. Bars. And, and, when, and when you beat someone in Street Fighter, one versus one, you're you know, exacting your will, you're anticipating what they're going to do. There's all these different things that really just dive you into that space. Well, that's exactly what the offensive line versus the defensive line is right now. If yeah. you're going against Aaron Donald and you're you know, a, a dominant offensive lineman, it's a battle, one versus one. So gamification-wise, the buttons that we actually have is not a bunch of mashing the X button. It okay. is like Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat where there's actual sophistication in their Configuration. buttons. Configuration. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then there's no you know, clotheslining or kicking or get over here, <laughs> yeah. but, but it's, it's all you know, swim move, rip moves, yeah. things like that like that and then you know cutting them pancakes stuff like that and Tight. and when you do that you know it's when you beat the heck out of somebody yeah. because the buttons are dictating it it's not much different than if a gamer plays Fortnite today and you're building right and if all the building that you do in Fortnite it's when you beat someone it's yeah. because you were just better than them mm. so there's no there's no chance involved here it's if you're better you're better and i think that's where people are going to say look i may not get the ball every single play but i'm whooping your tail Every single play. And my character's getting better. <laughs> play. Yeah. Yep. That is fantastic. So you actually, like I said, of course, there's always the overall 
victory in uh-huh. relation to the team. Yeah. But every every consumer in the game gets a chance to win and be a champion every play. Exactly. It's like because in games, whether on, you know, the virtual sense or also in like real life, there's always a game within the game. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So there's always terms of I'm going to get this guy. So when, so when I'm talking about when people are on the offensive line, oh, you got me this play, but I'm going to go and get back at you for yeah. various moves and various styles. And also the, the beauty about our game is that you actually play both ways. So people that want to purely play within the linemen will be able to play in the offense line and then also on the defensive line and running the offensive line, the, the, the D and the day are going against maybe the left tackle. So uh, they're going back time yeah. well, to time to get them back. That's what I'm yeah. saying. And look at, look at you real quick. I mean, right now, you know, if, if you guys are kicking off to Devin Hester, everyone's eyes on the punt is on Devin Hester, yeah. right? But at the same time, you have a game within the game as a gunner. Oh, man. Right? So I'm, now you got to yeah. split two guys, get down the <laughs> he's, field. He's going today. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you, everyone has their job, and that's yeah. the biggest thing. So yeah. in, in football, there's just like that's the greatest example mm-hmm. of everyone having their job to do. So even though we as the fans look at one side because like we're sure. looking at who's, who's going to catch the ball and try to score, there's another guy doing his job, mm-hmm. and that's where you know playing at the unpopular positions are – and we, we don't think that they will be unpopular because you still have a job to do. Bro, all right, so you guys are just, it's fascinating hearing all of these things, but, I, but I'm, there's so many actually real life lessons that are actually found within this. Whenever you're in a company, there's a job to execute. So there's a game within a game mm-hmm. within each department. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a mission, a goal, an objective. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's always important to extract these real life moments out of games because that's what actually people love about games mm-hmm. when you can gamify your life when you yeah. can create a sense of victory within your life then you can actually apply this so you guys obviously have a dynamic pedigree so technically uh ray by trade you probably would call yourself a developer by trade mm-hmm. at this point or, yeah so i so, mean you're you're a full-blown yeah. boss yeah yeah know? exactly but in in lamont well, uh-huh. lawyer yes lawyer uh-huh. Went to law. so i had to kind of highlight that because <laughs> You guys, like, y'all some grown men about your life, too. You didn't just kind of have yeah, a bunch of money yeah. and come up with a great oh, idea no, yeah. and put it together and slap uh-huh. these titles on. Y'all Y'all kind of work mm-hmm. within, the, within the scope of your company. Talk about your, your mental pedigree and your approach and how you guys are leading the way in the space. Okay, sure. We'll say, um, actually, my path to being law is actually, I guess, the one story I have is not really gaming-related. I don't know. For some reason, ever since age of seven, I just always wanted to be a lawyer. So my whole career track in terms of the, the education that I went to actually do was geared towards that track. You know, I went to Hofstra. I was history and philosophy major there. And after that, graduated in 2010, I went straight through to, to, to law school, graduated there in 2013. So I knew I was going to be a lawyer, but I never knew what type of law I actually wanted to actually practice. Got it. So then I um, remember when Ray was telling me about, about a story that we, um, the first business we started back in 2011. So I knew that I wanted to get involved in some types of like business. So I concentrated okay. in terms of my concentration in law on as many corporate law classes as possible. Mm. So from that, I was able to build in terms of the business acumen from the law end to see what the rules are, to see, you know, all of that type of stuff so that when sure. I wanted to enter the, the business world, I would have that type of background. And then from there, you know, just off to the races after graduation. Bro, so you out here pursue your passion through the teenage years, but you mm. never lost sight of the big, big, big vision in relation <laughs> to, let me anchor down something that's actually going to hold me down wherever I go. Yep. And, and Ray, it obviously, was a little bit different. Like I said, you found your space, but then how'd you get into the, the being developed? Yeah, yeah. So, so for me, uh, 
it all everything I think all came from gaming. It's crazy okay. enough, whether it was uh, directly or just a blessing that came from everything that happened. Because once I became, you know, number one, and once I kind of, you know, I, I've been an athlete my entire life. Yeah. But I think one of the things that happened within gaming that never happened for me as an athlete was as an athlete, I never won against the best in the world, right? Because okay. I was never a professional player. I never, you know, I never won against the guy, right? Yeah. So as a as a professional gamer, I went against the best in the world, and what that did was it showed me. If you're prepped and you know that you belong here and you do everything you're supposed to do, like you could really, really excel. So mm -hmm. after that, you know, I, I, I went to, you know, try to get into a coding school that I essentially had like only a 6% acceptance rate. I felt mm. like I had a very small chance, obviously, to get into there. Okay. And the reason that I was actually, they told me afterwards, the reason I was actually accepted was not because I went to Harvard or Yale like the rest of my classmates, because I certainly did not. Sure. Um, it was because I, I reversed engineer games better than any else in the world, hence, you know, being a professional Ooh. gamer. So they wanted to give me a shot saying, look, this is what you did from the gaming side of things. Can you now do this as a developer? So, right. so when you say reverse engineer, is that like, you know, you talk, you use this term, um, breaking a game. Yeah. Is yeah. that, mm -hmm. is that kind of what they recognize Ex exactly. in your resume? <laughs> exactly. So, so the way that works is, you know, when you're a developer, you develop these things, whatever the, pro you know, whatever the process is, but let's just say something that we all might understand, something like Facebook, you know, sure. you press a button, it's supposed to respond a certain way. Cool. And if it doesn't, maybe it's like a little bit of a, a bug or a glitch. Well, mm -hmm. when you make a game, that's our job as gamers is to kind of find where the developer made a mistake. And the, the, it works the way they thought it works until uh. we, ex, we exploit it now, right? Ooh. So so an example maybe for- Exploit your weaknesses. Yeah, yeah. so, yes. so I, I'll, give, I'll give you an example maybe from a sports head perspective. You know, look at Peyton Manning and how much he hated Bill Belichick's teams bumping after five, right? It's like bumping is illegal, but it wasn't necessarily called. And now all of a sudden you're going to bump 10 yards <laughs> down on a post route and miss, mess up all the timing. So, so- they, they essentially found this bug that the, the, now the teams, you know, the, the, mm -hmm. the referees had to now say, we got we to gotta patch this. We got to fix this because Peyton's out here complaining a little bit too much about it. Yeah, so that's what yeah, I was able yeah. to do from a gaming perspective to say, hey, I can find some things that you guys are doing that I'm going to sure. exploit. And, uh, and then with that being said, that's how I got into coding school. Okay. And then from there on, you know, um, that's how we were able to just say, okay, I'm a, you know, I, I know the developing side, you know, the legal side of things. Let's see how far we could actually take this. This is dope because, you know, what I see actually is it's kind of like you guys have a, a great story. I mean, like, hey, I'm 42. I'm still young. You guys are younger than me. But you kind of marry passion with healthy foundation. Mm -hmm. Meaning, like, there was not a sense of disillusionment that we find. Mm -hmm. And among some some of the emerging, um, and I think everybody's having their own challenge. Like my own, as a, as a young man, I had my own challenges mm -hmm. where I was dumb and disillusional too. But I think it's, it's a lot more opportunities for it because everybody's kind of creating their own narrative on the yeah. internet yeah. And, and social, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, very, it's, it's, very, it's very interesting to me how you guys arrive at these conclusions and find a sense of stability. My question is, what has been the most, what has been the hardest part? Now you're, you're you have investors, partners, mm -hmm. you're experiencing relationships, probably in some ecosystems that you might not rather be in, or maybe like, ah, so yeah. what's been the most difficult point of ESG arriving where you are today? Jeez, you um, on that first I'd sure. probably say the hardest part would probably be just staying patient with the whole process. Mm. Because we already have envisioned from day one what the game is going to be, how all the parts are going to come together. I mean, I honestly know when we talk to people that aren't within the whole space and the spaces that we're in, sure. to tell them the vision that we have. But even once everybody is on board, we still 
yeah. I have to make the game. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then that's one thing where I have to be patient because though with my background in law, I'm that on the keyboard doing stuff. So I know the guys on the keyboard colors, the developers we have on board are doing their, their like thing. But because I don't have that 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 skill set, it kind of makes me feel a little bit impatient with with the whole process. Rather take sure. take a step back because there's only so many facets where I can help the business. I can help in, in a variety of ways, but when it comes down to actually let's have the wide receiver line up like this, you know, <laughs> like I can't do that because I don't know know how. So you know, just staying patient. I'm very excited. You know, it's been a long journey. The game's coming out this like fall, so yeah, it's be nice. Yeah. So yeah. patience. So what's your biggest pain point, man? So I think tied to that patience aspect, you know, because the thing is, is that we have a good understanding of every single thing that we do every day. And we, of course, want it done yesterday. But yeah. then, of course, there are other people who don't know outside their role who say, like, well, why isn't this being done faster, potentially? And it, it could be from anywhere. Sure. So, so let's just say, particularly, like, you know, I have a development team, right? And then I have a legal team. And then I have a, uh, an accounting team. I have an artwork team. I have uh, an animations team. Sure. I have a mocap team, right? So, so there are guys who are literally getting hit repeatedly in football uh, uh, equipment. Just, just yesterday, we were doing some motion capture, the like pancake blocks. Yeah, doing pancake blocks, <laughs> getting hit repeatedly over and over and over again. He's and trying to get me to do some mocap. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I don't know. No, no, it's, it's, it sounded less desirable than desirable to go, but I'm still, so, I'm still listening. And, and, and what makes it even worse is, again, I'm, I'm not really selling you here to do it, but now, you know, you'd have to do these hits over and over Ooh. and over again. So it's like, it's, it's just repeated. And then at the same time, you know, then you have investors who are certainly excited about it. Sure. All, but then they're like, you know, when's it going to be all done? You know what I mean? And the gamers like, when's it going to be all done? And every, <laughs> so everyone kind of like, it's easy to look at your own dynamic. Sure. And then as the two guys that everyone kind of looks to, myself, Lamont, and we have one other person, our CTO, that everyone kind of looks to, we know there's a lot of things that we're putting together. So to do it right, it doesn't happen yesterday mm -hmm. it takes time and we're trust me we're the ones who want that to be done the fastest just out of love for what we do no, but, no doubt. but that's like the the headache a bit no that's that's real because you know i i, I tell people this 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 reality I, i'm trying to re you know paint the right picture for anything that's going to be significant mm -hmm. meaningful or extremely valuable mm -hmm. it's going to take time but it's also going to take that that sense of um you know vision as as well mm -hmm. as you know, collaboration, I meaning like what that actually takes from an emotional standpoint yep. is way deeper than most of it. Like, and it's not like compromising your values. Mm -hmm. it's, the, it's the flexibility and understanding that it takes to really um, maximize the relationships that you have to bring this amazing vision to fruition. Exactly. Bro, Very well said. Y'all are killing the game. So y'all are out here educating us to, to esports. <laughs> this was like a, a, a super deep dive. I can't, this ain't no one-on-one because we over here talking mocap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, which is motion capture. Yep. So what, you know, like I want you to paint the picture what should people expect from this drop and tell, like, like give, give the goods in relation to this community and what, what everybody should expect from this, from this game. Well, I think, you know, the first thing is, is that in terms of what they should expect from us is, you know, I personally put in 85 hour weeks, you know, we work every single day at this and it's not, it's asking a lot of, as an individual, but at the same time, it's not when you love what you do, there right? You so it's like, I take the same approach that I took to gaming and I, mm -hmm. I love what I do. I love putting the hard work in. It yeah. makes it hard to bounce around and do a million things, but that's what you do. So, sure. so, so from that standpoint, you know, that's what we bring to the table. But then when it comes to every single thing that a game brings to the table, you know, you're going to have those growing pains, sure. right? So, so for us, I think the first thing that you, you know, one should expect is that, you know, our game was looking to release in the fall of this year, right? And in that Ooh, being said, get ready, yeah, get ready. Yeah. <laughs> now, now 
Now, naturally, you know, you know, we'll be competing against uh, a juggernaut that has been doing this for 30 years. So we'll, we'll be very uh, strategic and, and tactful about how I'm kind of excited about it. You know? <laughs> exactly. I'm kind of excited as, about as a person who, Yeah, as a person who had to go yeah. against undefeated, you know, teams and <laughs> going against something that was going to be impossible. You should know about that. Oh, listen, bro. Like, like I said, number one, there's, there's room. You guys have created a unique space, not just in the gaming world, but in the sports gaming world. Um, Madden has an exclusive deal with the NFL. There's right. no competition in the space. You guys saw an opportunity, a little bit of a white space, mm -hmm. but you're filling it creatively and mm -hmm. in a way where there's transcendent opportunity for the gamer, the consumers, the streamers, mm -hmm. and, it's, and it's really, really dope. So, um, you know, like I said, we've already talked about some of the differentiators, 7-on-7, 11-on-11, still got premium AI, mocap, uh -huh. um, as, as you're coming down, uh, let's let's say coming around the 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 the, the final turn, mm. because you know here we are, as we as we as we get this pot out, it's gonna be it's gonna be close to game time theoretically, mm. like I said, pending a another war in Ukraine or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, so like I said, what's the most you know like what's just just last second on what's what's the most exciting thing for you guys as you're getting to market and. You know what's the what's the what's the sky's the limit vision when you think about where ESG is going? Okay, well, most exciting thing I have to say, I have this this joke I, I always tell people in, in terms of the game because I ask people what's their build going to actually be because mm -hmm. I think I have, to have the best uh, build because as I said earlier in terms of you play both ways. So yeah. as I said earlier. Um, an offensive guy. Peyton Manning was my favorite player. Don't give away your build. Just real quick, just to, you know, just to, to give an example of a, of a build, right? So, you know, as a receiver, are you that guy who has blazing speed? Are you yeah. that guy who has great hands? Are you that guy who can, you know, spec catch and dive and catch? Sadly, it's, I was none of that. <laughs> so, 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 are you a great blocker? <laughs> so, no, but so there's different, uh, you know, skill sets that you have to bring to your character no and 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 then there's degrees of how many things you allocate to that mm -hmm. skill set are you one speed two speed three speed exactly. you know so it's so mm. three okay, speed will unlock x while one speed will unlock you know only an 85 speed so you. so that's what lamont's talking about you can continue yeah, so your point so you have to go ahead and figure out what type of character you're, you're going to be and in terms of what i see is becoming i'm very excited because you know the game don't just stop here. We're not mm. just doing football. Ooh, you know. Talk that talk. Talk that Join up. Football ain't game for you, whatever. You know, we got soccer coming out. You know. uh, we yeah. got, you know. Y'all create, so, create competition you know, everywhere. Games. games you yeah. Know. You guys are, are the ultimate competitors. I'm Like I said, I'm excited in full transparency to be a partner in this. I think that any athlete, any competitor, and any business person would miss an opportunity to not try to figure out more about what ESG is. But ultimately, you guys have really caught your moment. You've maximized it. And, and right now, it's really the floor. The ceiling is is is, is up to the heavens, man. I want to thank y'all for, for stopping thank in. You. Yes, sir. Shooting y'all shot and catch the moment. Listen, I hope y'all got every pearl of wisdom for Ray Lamont. Make sure you're subscribing, sharing, because listen, catch the moment is gonna is trying to get you where you wanna go. Esports to real sports to the marketplace. Let's continue to get great done.